0: What's up, people? Merry Christmas and a happy new year, you filthy animals. So I'm home for the holidays, and which is rare because I'm always traveling on, on a movie set or doing some type of business, running all the companies that we're trying to, trying to run. Um, but I wanted to get on today and do this podcast episode from home. Because um, I've had an opportunity to get on social media and catch up on a lot of things that I haven't been able to really catch up on because I've been swamped with work. And 2024 would probably be the same way. Uh, if That's if we're not in a war, right? Um, but I've been seeing a lot of things online that has been very, very troubling to me, um, to say the least. One of the things that's been troubling me is everyone's definition of how to love and what love means. And I've even posted some things that, um, have been personal concerning my daughter. A lot of you have have um, seen me talk about her and how much I love being a father. And I mean, you, if you followed me for the, at least the last 10 years, you know that my daughter Rachel brings me joy and that's putting it nicely. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of things online that has really been troubling to me. I'm seeing a lot of videos that are reflecting how people want to basically destroy love. Um, What sparked me to do this episode today was I saw a video and in the video the lady was basically describing to people what men want and what women want. And she was saying that women want safety, which is another word for security. Um, But women want safety. And men want respect. And they were saying in the video that the people that want that women want safety men that want respect would choose these things over love and i was just like whoa you know that that was trippy man i was like whoa that's trippy because if you really break that down there's a lot to unpack you know what i mean there's a lot to unpack with that so we'll start with the whole concept of what men and women want. And then I'll go into why I wanted to do this podcast. It is very true that men have needs and women have needs. It is very true. I would not ever negate that. As a matter of fact, I will say, and I would, one could argue, that everyone comes into the world as a baby needing something right? Um, and as babies, we are trained, I guess, are because babies do not know how to speak any language and they're not capable in their physical body to articulate what it is that they need. They cry, right? And what I see in today's society is a lot of people crying and not communicating. That's the first thing. It's just a bunch of people crying their babies and they're just complaining and they have no idea what of what communication is. They feel that communication is one-upping someone on something cool to say. So you see one video and they're saying this and they break in some knowledge down and everybody go oh and it's not just you know any race of people or culture it's everybody it's like everybody's trying to one-up someone so one person says this ah oh that's deep oh that's deep and then another person says something else and they one-up that and then it becomes a battle of the sexes men versus women blah, blah 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 first of all all of this is controlled and arranged so that families can be broken up. That's really what it comes down to. Ooh, I need to clean my hat. I'll wear another one. It's dirty. Anyway, um, so, you know, the algorithm of our society, not just social media, just the algorithm of our society, is just all jacked up because everybody is focused on how can we... um, how can we want up the next person versus the, you know, you know, how can we be the coolest in what we say versus what someone else says. You see my blanket on the floor? (laughs) See that in the stove, the stove right there. My oven, I'm sorry. Um, There's a blanket on the floor. This is really from home, so. Um, I dropped it by accident on the floor and I just kept it there because it's just me. So anyway, um, everybody is trying to one up the next person and everybody's trying to, you know, beat out the next person and what to say and what's cool and what's not cool or whatever to say to be the smartest in the room. No one wants to work together. No one wants to be a team player. Everybody wants to just kind of do their own thing in their own island. But the power is in unity. And we think and we're trained to believe that we have to be in unity with LGBT or religion or the type of foods we like to eat or how we raise our children or how we manage our finances or how everything is in unison as together. If we work together as culturally black versus white or whites come together with blacks and that's all cool, but it really starts with family. Let's just break it down. The family dynamic has been broken. It is pretty much obsolete, which is one reason why the next set of films that I do will be all about marriage and family. And we'll dive into that as my career continues. But I've made a conscious decision to the next set of films that I do, minus a couple little things that I'm doing that are action-based Majority of my stories are going to be family based, not relationship based, but family based. Big difference. I've done the relationship stuff many times, but not the family dynamic and how a family is supposed to be structured and how a family is supposed to interact. Because a lot of people don't know they didn't have it. I mean, I'm meeting people daily who did not have a father in the home, who did not have their mom in the home, who did not have that strong family background. I even read somewhere there's Cameron Diaz is going around saying that she thinks we should normalize a man and a woman sleeping in separate bedrooms. And I'm going, anybody that would listen to an actor from Hollywood about how you should live your life deserves whatever karma that comes from you listening to that Hollywood actor about how you should live your life in your family, you know, your family life. I mean, who who are you to talk about what I should do in my home? How dare you say what we should normalize? No, you don't get to tell me what I should normalize in my home. You get to tell me about your film that I'm probably not going to watch. And then, or I just change the channel. But the fact that it was on my knees, my knees, my news feed <laughs> is what i was trying to say um it's just it was just it was just like what are you kidding me right now like are you serious with this unbelievable we have lost the concept of love when we're choosing to say that we want someone to do something for us is our seal of approval for a marriage or a relationship versus it starting with love then where, where do we go from here i don't think there's much more we can do at this point there's no no there's no other place we can go if it doesn't start with love it's only going to be disastrous from this point on if we don't bring love back now let's break down what love is love is patient love is kind love does not envy it does not boast it does is not proud love looks out for humanity love puts others needs before their own That's what love is. So when you say you choose what you desire over love, what you're really saying is you don't want God in your relationship. You don't want pure light, the beauty beauty of divine light in your relationship. You just want to control your relationship. And that's your choice. You can do that, but it's not gonna work. It might work for a while. It might be a great business arrangement. Because that's ultimately what you're doing. If you're married to someone and it's not based on love, it's just a business arrangement. You take care of my bills and I'll take care of your ego. And if one stops doing the other, then I'll just replace you with someone that will do what I want them to do. And that's not love. So when people say they'll choose these things over love, a woman saying, I'll choose security over love. A man saying, I'll choose respect over love. What they're really saying is... I don't care about God being in my relationship. I just want what I want. I don't care. I just want what I want. Now here is the part that is exciting for me is to break down what love truly is. Because if you are really practicing love correctly, there's two things that's going to happen. One, you're going to be a servant. Let's just keep that, let's put that out there first. You cannot love without serving. It's just impossible. You have to serve the other person. But in serving, you're giving. And the scripture talks about, you know, God will give you back that in measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give back to you? So when you give, you're going to get it back. And that's really the act of marriage. Marriage is really about learning how to continuously serve the other person. But in serving the other person, there are, there are things that's going to happen. One is you're going to care about what the other person's needs are. It's like a baby. If you look at a baby, a mother cares about the baby's needs. The baby is continuously dependent on It's mother for nurture, to be nurtured, you know, to feel love, to feel the nurturing aspect of a mom. And the mother, for the most part, is doing it expecting nothing in return in that moment. But by her doing that, one could argue that as that child becomes older and wiser and smarter, as she's poured into this child, One could argue that she will reap the benefits of all the love she gave to that child. And if she doesn't necessarily get it from that child, it doesn't go unnoticed because love comes back to you a hundredfold. Now, we believe that when it comes to business, we believe that when it comes to investing, investments, we believe that when it comes to uh, building our businesses, we always believe that we're going to get a return because of our work, hard work. But for some reason, when it comes to love, we don't believe that we don't believe that we'll get an investment on our return, but we do get investment on our on our return. It may not come from the person that you desired to come from, but but it's going to come back to you in ways you can't even imagine. I mean, just beautiful ways. But the other thing that happens out of love is when you are practicing love correctly you get all the things you desire. You get everything you want because as you're serving your... That's why marriage is great for practicing love because although I've never been married, but I, I, I can see how if you choose the right person that knows how to give and share, that person is going to pour into you the things that you need and the things that you desire. And even sometimes things that you don't even know you need because they care enough about you to know everything about you, or try to learn as much as they can about you. And as they grow with you, they are going to pour into you and serve you the things that you need. Not in a dictatorship manner. I don't believe in that. I'm just saying from a, okay, she needs this, so let me give her this. Let me help her in this department. And the same for a woman with her husband or with her man. She's going to pour back into him the things that he needs. So. If you're practicing love correctly, you actually are going to get safety. You're actually going to get respect. You're actually going to get all those things on your list. But the problem is you're so focused on the one thing you want on your list that you're missing all of the other things that you get when you practice love. When you practice love, man, there's a lot more that comes to you than what's on your goofy, greasy list. Because you don't know what you want. You think you do. And you think you know, this is what I have to have to be happy, but you don't know. Things change, people evolve, thoughts evolve, situations evolve. So as things change and challenges come, we change our perspective on life. Constantly, I'm changing my perspective on life because I'm learning something new. And as you learn something new, you grow and you become more intellectual about certain subjects as you continue to grow in your life. Well, the same with love, as you continue to practice love, you grow in love and you figure out things. Oh, wow. By me showing love, I'm able to do this and understand that and and explore this and explore that. There are couples that right now who thought they were on the verge of leaving it all behind as you, as, as, as as they say, But they decided to grow in love, and as they grew in love, they figured out there were hobbies that they didn't even know that they both had interests in, and they decided to do these hobbies together. And then sometimes you learn that there are things you want to do outside of your spouse that's just something that you like to do as an individual, and your partner supports it, you know? love brings about all these wonderful opportunities that you don't get or you can't get if you only focus on your needs you know that's why the scripture says our god shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory well his riches go beyond our comprehension but it all starts with love what christ says when if you forget all the other commandments don't forget the one most important commandment which is to love one another So I would argue or challenge everyone that's watching this podcast or listening on your favorite podcast app or if you're watching on CJC or if you're watching on the grid network. I would challenge you all to learn what love is first, because a lot of times people say I choose this over love, but they don't understand exactly what that means. They're assuming that love is this horrible concoction of feelings that you get in your stomach when you first meet somebody. And although that's a feeling, it's not love. That's not love. Love is no- annoying, a, a virtuous, potent, exquisite. Elegant um, observation and interpretation that you experience at all times. When you practice it, it's always around you, love. When you when you care enough to see it, it's there. But you have to connect to the inner God that lives in you, that source, that energy that makes you breathe and. Makes you live and makes you be able to move around in your body. That energy, you have to connect to it correctly. And then when your eyes are become open. And then you see that all the things that you're using to try to feel that gratification of love is, is really what's on your list. You're trying to find that feeling. But that feeling only comes when you practice serving and giving, and which is an act of love. That's how you get to that safety feeling that women wants to feel, or that feeling of respect. I used to have trouble with that. I was like, I want a woman that respects me. I used to say it, I mean, I've said it this year, you know? <laughs> I want to be with a woman that respects me. But the truth is, that comes when you are able to find someone that practices love correctly. Respect is just, it's automatic. There's certain things that are just automatic. It's automatic in your love contract that you're going to be respected. It's automatic in your safety contract, security contract for women that you're going to get that when you love. And that's where trust comes from, is love. I mean, you marry a man and he loses everything. Do you trust the love that he has for you, that he's going to figure it out and get everything back on track. Because that's where true safety lies, is when you can trust him and go, you know what? It might be rough for us right now, but I trust his love for me, that he's gonna make sure we get out of this. He's gonna make sure that we have food in our bellies and a place to sleep every night. So when you practice love, you get all those things. But When you have your list, you know, the list really comes from insecurity. You know, you feel that you're not going to get the things you want in life. So you want it up front. Love is, doesn't work that way. You have to kind of give it and then it returns. Whereas versus getting what you want first and then I'll give you after I see what you're going to give me first. And that's how most people practice relationships. They want to see what you're going to give them first, and then they'll give you what you want. As opposed to saying, you know what? I like your character. I like who you are as a person. I see your character. I know who you are as a person. We both align with our beliefs. So I'm going to take a step of faith and give you my love and give you my heart. I'm going to share my world with you and you're going to share your world with me. And we're going to be honest and faithful and truthfully. That's the other thing. You, got to, you do have to choose someone with great character. They got to be already loyal. They got to already be trustworthy. They got to already be these things. You can't make that happen through love. Love is just a byproduct of the character of the person. In other words, that person is already going to be who they are. You can love a devil And that devil will never show you love back. So you got to be careful how you give your love. But there there are people who have great character, is my point, that you can meet who may not have a lot of money or who may not have the finer things in life. Or they might have the finer things things in life and, and you just happen to luck up and they have both, a great heart and they have some money. But even that person that has a great heart and a lot of money... They're still going to be humble in it. They're not going to be the, the person that is at Gucci store every five minutes. They're not going to be the person that, that has to be in a Range Rover 24-7. They're not going to be the person that's looking for material gain to show hum, how worthy they are. No, it's going to be that person who might drive in a Honda but pull up to an eight-story, 15-car garage house and you would never know that they own that house. They just drive around town in an old Honda. Like it's gonna be that person, you know, a person that just wears t-shirts and jeans, and they spend fifty bucks for a pair of shoes and thirteen, fourteen bucks for some sunglasses. Like it's gonna be that person. They're not gonna be caught up in labels and brand names and. This that and the other. So, I challenge you guys to reevaluate your list and look within yourself and find out how much do you really practice love? Because if you don't practice love, don't get married. Stay single. Date around. Complain. Go to date. because all you have on dating apps is just a bunch of people who. Are looking to give their baggage to someone to fix that's all it is it's just the same group of people who are stuck with baggage trying to lay their baggage somewhere and they're looking for love they're looking for hope they're looking for somebody to fix them but the only person that can fix you is yourself you have to fix you and you do it through love hmm If you love yourself then you have love to give to others and then once you have love to give to others those things that you desire will come back it will come back to you but you have to practice it correctly so everybody need to calm down on social media about what they want on their list their christmas list i want a man that'll do this i want a husband that'll do that I want a wife that acts this way. I want a wife that's this way. Get rid of your list. Love yourself. Then after you love yourself, the person that you desire will come to you. You will attract that person on your level of frequency. Because that's all you're doing. You're attracting the person that's on your level of frequency. But as your frequency rises, so will your choices become better and who you choose to mate with. My choices right now are impeccable. It's amazing. The people that I've been attracting lately. Women. I say women. I ain't going to say people. Women. Um, And it's been amazing. Just great people. Um, I'm going to end with this. Anybody can change. But you can't change and be better if you can't admit to your faults. If you got a lot of bodies... Admit it. If you want to change, I've I had a lot of bodies, but I want to be a better woman or I want to be a better man. Be honest. If you don't have a lot of bodies, be proud to say I'm waiting for my wife. I'm waiting for my husband and I'm not I don't care that I look like a nerd or I don't care if I look like this or look like that. This is who I am and I love myself. Because that's what you're going to attract. You're only going to attract who you are. You can't be a person with a lot of bodies expecting to attract a high-value woman or man if you're still in lower frequency. Because it's lower frequency if you have a lot of bodies. You, you are in lower frequency until you decide, I don't want to be that person anymore. Because your past doesn't matter. But if you're still living in that living in that, and expecting to get higher value person, you're not, it's not going to happen. You can't be a lower frequency person expecting to attract a higher frequency person. You have to leave the past in the past and become better and heal, as people say, and really heal, not going out, not drinking, not screwing, just really just heal. Take a year off from all of it and become the version of yourself that you want to be or that you wish to be. I hope this video helped. I hope this podcast helped. And I hope you have a great Christmas and a prosperous new year. 2024 is going to be the best year of your life. I believe it.